Welcome to the chat room. I am your host, Connor Valentine. We'll be chatting it up with Jared Jones, host of the Clovercrest Media Group podcast, Throwing Jabs. And speaking of punches to the face, 2020 is such a weird year. I never know what I'm supposed to be doing, and I haven't seen some of my family in over six months. My dad told me yesterday that he talked to my grandmother, who was bragging about her grandchildren like she always does. She's such an amazing, positive person, and told my dad, my grandchildren are so good at social distancing, they won't even call me. It's funny, my mother always told me I wouldn't accomplish anything if I just laid in bed all day. But look at me now, mom, I'm saving the world. My mom has been telling me for years that I really need to deep clean my room and get all my stuff organized. And I've been saying for years that I would do it when I had the time. I finally realized that was not the reason why. <laughs> uh, since gyms are still closed here, and most places, I've replaced working out with stress eating, which doesn't burn calories like it sounds like it should. If I can't get it under control, the buttons on my shirt may start socially distancing from each other. Just a word of warning, if you are stress eating, it might lead to serious problems. Every few days, try your jeans on just to make sure they fit. Pajama bottoms and sweatpants do not tell the real story. Some good news from the World Health Organization, aka The Who, who announced that dogs cannot contract COVID-19. That is so good to hear. And Who said that any dogs previously held in quarantine can now be released. So to summarize, who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who. We have a great show for you. Jared Jones from the Combat Sports Podcast, Throwing Jabs, is my guest. We're going to find out about his podcast, learn about Jared Boxing background, and he's going to tell us a little bit about life-changing organization that he came up with and he founded called Scrub Scraps. Thank you so much for joining us and enjoy the show. everybody and welcome to the chat room. I am your host Connor Valenti and today I am joined by our guest Mr. Jared Jones. He is the host of Throwing Jabs which is a boxing and sports related uh, podcast on our home network Clovercrest Media. Jared thanks for joining us. Yeah yeah thank you for having me Connor. So, Jared, on Throwing Jabs, you cover uh, combat sports uh, like boxing and MMA. Can you go a little bit into what you what you guys talk about? Um, well, basically, any anything combat sports. We do uh, amateur boxing, pro boxing, Bellator, UFC, all the MMA spectrum. If something happens in college wrestling and it's big enough news, we're going to cover it. That hasn't happened yet, but anything combat sports where people are fighting, we're covering. And um, we have an emphasis on the psychology behind the fight game and how it how it really affects people mentally. Right. So, so you kind of, um, now correct me if I'm wrong here. You kind of do stuff along the lines of, in, in terms of commentating, uh, like a Joe Rogan esque kind of thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just know that Joe Rogan does, he, he's a commentator for, for fighting. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So just along those lines, I was kind of putting the two and two together, associating Joe Rogan, who does combat fighting, and on throwing jabs, you talk about about combat. So I just assumed. I'm uh, I I the uh, the comparison I I liken myself to more is Max Kellerman. Is Max the one Kellerman. I get a lot. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, if you know note or not, uh, he he started in the boxing game. An oh. Analyst for boxing. Oh, and he's he's a whiz, man. You ask him about the really? fight game, like he he still follows it. He's uh he's heavy into it. He's well spoken. So so, so you take Joe Rogan. I'll take it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're both great. Good talker. They're both great. So you so you take more inspiration from from Max. You said Max. Oh yeah. Oh, and uh, so what about Max? What about Max is your favorite part? Like, what what do you most like to aspire to be like him in a, in a sense? Um, well, I think his honesty. I don't think he really holds back if he feels uh, differently than everybody else. He's going to go ahead and put his opinion out there, you know? Yeah. And um, he's not afraid to change his mind. He's a uh, he's he's a good dude. I think he's a morally sound individual and, and uses his uh his stardom in such a way that it's that it's helpful to the world. It has value on it on an existential level, you know. Have all of you, uh, in, in particularly you, uh, been affected? All of the, the the combat sports and the MMA and the boxing are now all of those have been affected by what we are going through right now, uh, the coronavirus pandemic. Has that affected what you talk about on throwing jabs? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think all of the fight games have been affected differently. Some of them have obviously, as have all occupations, some of them have benefited. I work for CSC Services, and we clean air ducts. So you can imagine indoor air quality has become a big deal. Right. You know, so we've actually had certain parts of our, we also clean kitchen hoods for restaurants, and restaurants are closing all over the place. So we've had one of our services fall apart while another one has really picked up. And I think that's that's uh, par for the course right now where amateur boxing hasn't had any events this year. Uh, the Willie Pep Invitational, the treasurer of USA Boxing, my friend Jason Conception, runs the Willie Pep Invitational. This was going to be the fourth or fifth one, I think. And um, and it was one of the amateur events that that had to be pushed off and canceled. So you said the uh, now you said the Willie Pep Invitational, correct? Yeah. So uh, for for uh, audience who doesn't know what that is, can you explain a little bit about what that is? Um, that's an invitational event that we do in Connecticut. Um, has a lot of sponsors. We were at Manili's uh, last year. USA Boxing runs the event, and um, it's some of the best amateur fighters in the nation. Wow. Last year, they had a few fighters from uh, Canada and a couple international guys. Um, so it's really like the highest level amateur boxing. It's one of the shows, you know, there's the Ohio State Fair every year. That's just huge. The uh, Golden Gloves tournaments, um, the Olympics and what have you. It's one of the really big amateur boxing events. And all of them have been have been canceled. Whereas the UFC, as soon as they they got uh, uh, on the island, they were able to kick off and really be the only sport that was available to <laughs> us as fans to watch right then. Well, so they, I, there was a benefit to it for some and for others. Well, I guess I, I mean, I don't know if this really makes much of a difference, but well, there's two things I want to bring up. First of all, it's extremely impressive that you guys can manage to get tons of fighters from all over the nation and Canada to come to little Connecticut. That's kind of cool, you know, because I mean, we don't do a whole lot here in this state in the first place. But the other thing I want to bring up is, you know, I, I, this is really, it's an uneducated guess, but 
it came up in my mind when you brought up that it was on an island. Do you think that because it was on an island, maybe the risk of spreading of the virus maybe was decreased? Again, this that's is... exactly why they did it. The UFC okay. bought an island <laughs> so that they could have fights where they knew everybody who was on the island was clear of the coronavirus. Wow. It's genius. And it's worked. It's worked great. The NBA they tried got the to money. do a bubble. Yeah, yeah. They got the they, money. So what's they you made know? it work? And it was and it was big money. You look at their early numbers because it was the only sporting event for fans to watch. Their numbers were inflated. They were doing it every weekend and uh, flipped a positive out of a negative for sure. Oh, you got to do what and you got to do. Times. An island. And they can do so much with I that be... island. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they can do everything they want to do over there. I run a boxing <laughs> program called Scrub Scraps. I'm like, I want to be that someday, you know, where I'm like, the Scrub Scraps must go on. Oh, my goodness. We're a thousand buying percent. an island, guy. <laughs> Actually, let's go into Scrub Scraps. It's an organization. Okay. And it, and you've told me uh, before this recording that it's changed a heck of a lot of lives. What, what, so what is Scrub Scraps? Um, Scrub Scraps is the world's first and only treatment-based alternative boxing program. Treatment-based. What is, um, so what is well, that? treatment-based means that the 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 foundation for it is in treatment, and it's mental health treatment. Okay. Um, so while there are other treatment-based programs, um, Rock Steady Boxing is an example where they treat Parkinson's. It's actually the only thing that's been shown to reverse the effects of Parkinson. Like there's there's reports on this. Crazy, crazy. Rocksteady boxing, awesome program. Um but but it's a treatment-based program. So this is also an alternative boxing program. Now, when I say alternative baseball, what do you think of? Alternative baseball. Um was well, kind of tough. Uh I don't know. What, 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 what do you think? Of? Oh, that's what you mean. Like, like a wiffle ball. Wiffle kind of. ball? Wiffle yeah. ball is another okay. great example. Okay. Also alternative. Do football. Flag football. football. There's there's pickup three-on-three leagues for basketball. Would you? Now, this is going to sound silly. Um, I don't know enough about rugby. Would you say rugby is kind of like a, a – a, it has similarities to football? Or oh, is that no. kind of really out of the park? No, no. I'm I'm talking about like – if you get out of high school, now, if you're not very good and you join the high school baseball team, there's some high schools, you know, depending on the size of the school, that just about everybody who tries out still makes the team. The further down you go, the more likelihood there is that there's a program that that will adhere to your um, skill level. And as you go higher up, those programs disappear. But if you were into baseball at some point, there is slow pitch softball. Uh, Joe Aguirre and I, the uh, the president of Clovercrest Media, is we're on a wiffle ball team together. Yeah. You know, so it's an alter for him who played baseball. I never really got into baseball, but there's an alternative program mm -hmm. where he's able to get in there, strike people out, hit home runs, make diving catches, celebrate with his friends. Alternative to baseball, what is so so any other sport I can go join something that's an alternative. What's the alternative to boxing, to professional boxing? There's amateur boxing, but professionals are allowed in the Olympics and the Olympics is amateur boxing, so we've skewed all the lines. And there's nowhere for you 
What do you weigh, Connor? If I told you I could get somebody in your weight class, at your size, in your skill level. Okay, well, why don't we do that? Give you an opportunity to win. You'd be surprised how many people jump at an opportunity like that. Okay, well, let's use that example then. I'm six foot one, and I weigh 178 pounds. So, so there would be an alternative, like a weight class to be able to, for me to be able to compete against someone who is similar in my size and weight. Yes. And one of the greatest uh, things about scrub scraps mm-hmm. is um, now we got, I, I pushed USA boxing for about two years back and forth to get an exemption. And I finally got an exemption. We're the only program that has an exemption to run under USA boxing is scrub scrap so if it's an alternative legal boxing program it's scrub scraps or it's usa boxing and and along those lines you were also talking about it was parkinson's that was really interesting to me when you brought that up a little while ago you said that parkinson's helps uh or not helps um that the the the, the boxing helps with parkinson's how does that work exactly because i'm really curious i don't know Something about the physical and mental, they're still working on it, to be honest. They're still working on the science of how that actually happened. But uh, the, the regrowth, something about the, the timing and the physical with the mental, and I don't know. I, I, you know, when I got into boxing, I always thought there was something magic about it before I came up with this uh, cuddle the bear theory, which is a whole nother, <laughs> whole nother can of worms. But I always just thought it was was magic, you know, and that's that's one of the things that they're finding there is they're looking at the numbers and the results and going, why is this happening? And I can't I can't explain it. It's the only thing so far that's been shown to reverse the uh, Parkinson's is rock steady boxing is the name of the program. So another question I have for you is what got you in particular into boxing? Did did you start when you were a kid? Did you start as a teenager in high school recently? What what was your origin to entering the world of MMA and boxing? And even what was your uh what was your kind of goal, your inspiration to want to do a show entirely based around that? Um Well, I feel like uh, with scrub scraps and the mental health aspect, what boxing has to contribute to people's mental health, um, I really feel like I have a message to share that nobody else is really talking about. And it's and it's wildly important. It's a unique message. Um, Yeah, well, well, it's about the demographic we're able to, to. Can you imagine if you could get people to volunteer for therapy and somehow have most of those people be the ones who need the therapy. Yeah, that's that's what we have. That's what that's, we have in Scrubs. That's, that's that's real. It's it's very unique. I've never heard of anything like that before. I've never heard of anything along those lines. It's something that that I think I I don't know. Would you say you're the you're the first person to come up with the idea? Because I've never heard of it before. Oh, several of these ideas are are unheard of, but make perfect sense. One of them I was touching on is uh, intramural matches. Now, how do I go about keeping you safe? We don't take, I can't bring you in and have you spar with some of my guys and then bring 10 of you to go fight 10 other guys at another gym and guarantee your safety because the only thing we know about that other guy is he's 178 pounds. We have no idea otherwise what you're getting yourself into. Now, when I say intramural matches, that means I've trained you. 
I've boxed with you. I know you're able to protect yourself. And I'm putting you in the ring with somebody that you have an opportunity to win against. Somebody that's not going to be able to hurt you with the skill level that you're at. And right. I know that because I trained them, because I boxed with them. If I've sparred with both of the people I'm putting in the ring together, who better to know whether or not they're a good matchup? Right. And that's the problem. There are no intramural matches in gyms. People think you shouldn't match up with somebody in your gym because that's who you're going to work with. And I find that if those guys, once those guys start working together, even before the uh, before the fight, I don't let them spar. But after the fight, the growth that happens from that, you know, oh, we should do it again. You'd be surprised the uh, the camaraderie we're able to build. I don't. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt that there's a lot of camaraderie. Now, now these now the things we're talking about here on, on this on this show uh, that you're bringing up. These are things you're talking a lot about uh, scrub scraps. Now, are these things that you bring up along in, in throwing jabs? And also another question going into throwing jobs, your podcast is for anyone who doesn't know a lot about boxing or MMA. Is this a show that's fit for them? Can anyone jump into your show and just start watching right away? Or would they have to do some background research and knowledge to figure out if this is the show for them? What are, what are your thoughts on that? Um, no, not at all. I think anybody, your casual fan, your hardcore fan, uh, it's really tailored to anybody. And one of the reasons is that we cover all combat sports. Right. So we're not able to get into little particulars unless one of us wants to go there. But otherwise, we're keeping it to the big stories so it's stuff you may hear about whether you're fight fans or not. We all know Conor McGregor, whether oh, yeah. you like fights or not. Proud we Irish all fan. know who Con Conor McGregor is. Yeah, so it's like um, we're covering more of the household names and stuff. And then um, every week at the end of the end of the show, I do something called The Flurry that, that talks about the psychology in combat sports and right. touches more on scrub scraps. Scrub scraps. And that's how we, yeah, that's how we tie scrub scraps into the podcast. And that's why I say it's, it's tailored for anybody because the flurry, um, <clears throat> Joe was talking about it earlier. The flurry is, is like a timeless piece of that. Once those fights have happened, those parts of the show, you don't want to go back and watch them unless you landed some awesome prediction that's it's expired once the fight happened. You know, watch our predictions on the fight that you just watched isn't as enticing. But right. the flurry at the end, when I do the flurry about psychology, it's just timeless. There's 20 years from now, you could play the flurry and it could still apply to your life. I love how you mentioned that. You know, you know people uh, genuinely, audience goers aren't going to want to watch uh, your reactions if they can already watch it themselves and know. But the, the the content that you're bringing about the psychology of everything, that's something that you're not going to get anywhere else except your program. And that's what makes it unique. I like that a lot. Thank you. Thank that's you. Yeah, I appreciate that. So let's get a little bit into – because we've talked a lot about scrub scraps and we've talked a lot about throwing jabs. Mm -hmm. I want to know a little bit about you. So we know that you just bought a house and uh, it's closing this week. Oh, yeah. Friday. Friday. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, it's crazy. You know, we've uh, we've uh, come a long way. I was standing um, I was standing on the deck the other night with my daughter and uh, the trailer – that we lived in when she was born was 58 by 14. Um, 58 by 14? 
Yeah, yeah. So a little under eight eight hundred feet, I guess, square feet. The uh, small trailer with a wood stove in it, and um, we're standing out on the deck. And there's one wing of the deck. I'm looking around at the dimensions and going, "This might be eight hundred square feet. Like you might be able to put all the floor from the house on on a piece of the deck of the house we're moving into." Yeah. You know, and having having completed four prison sentences is another thing that I reflect back on often in times like this, you know, that uh, that five by seven feet, that's that's thirty five. Right. I'm OK at math. I can tell you right off the bat that seven times five is Lucky 35, you. <laughs> 35 square feet. And uh, I didn't get to choose my neighbor, let's say, right. you know, to to share that seven by five foot space for. 23 hours a day, you know, without without an outside acre to go explore, you know, so uh, so it's it's really it's really exciting. And uh, some of that is is how far I've come. One of my favorite quotes is the only thing more important than the heights you attain in your life is the distance you travel. Who says that quote? That's me. That I'm. Oh, that's your. Oh, that's okay. That's your quotes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear that right. I thought I thought it was a quote that you had gotten. That's very. That's a very insightful quote. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I feel like I've if I'm not going to catch some of the most accomplished people in the world, but that my starting place compared to most of them, you know, I may have covered the most distance of uh, of a lot of people I know for sure. You you've made some incredible strides in your life. It's it sounds like an end. I I cannot say congratulations enough to be able to you know get to close a house and to have a successful show and to be able to talk about things that I don't I really don't think you're going to find anywhere else. So hey, thank you so much for joining us here on the show today. It has been an absolute pleasure. This has been Jared Jones and you can find him on Throwing Jabs on the CMG network. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. All right. <laughs>